Hello! We're, we're sorry about last week. I'm not, though. We took the, the week off. It was Labor Day. We labor all year. I'm not sorry. You're right. The reason I'm sorry is that we had intended at least having this episode up. Yeah. But then life happened. Like, all the fires. Well, and I also just was like, you know what? I'm taking the week off. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I'm not sorry. You know, <laughs> I, I like your attitude. I think I'm a little jealous. <laughs> Uh, but because, um, I think I should need to start adopting that attitude. Yeah. We work really hard, and you know what? I was like, on Monday, I just, you know? Chucked it in the fucking bucket. I did. Well, also, you weren't really feeling great on I Monday. I wasn't. And I'm not feeling great today. My stomach hurts really bad, but we're here. We're doing, we're doing it. it. We Yeah, um, we're doing the damn thing. Yeah, we're like, we actually have a, we, we made a plan. I'm not going to workshop it out right now. Because we already workshopped it between us two, but like yeah. we did it. I know, and hopefully this means more consistent content. Yeah, and for y'all, this is hot for justice. Yes, it is, and I'm and Jamie. I'm Jessica. And today, what are we going to talk about, Jamie? We're going to be talking about the Hulu and FX special about the killing of Brianna Taylor. Yes. So this really, truly. Mm-hmm. was so interesting to me because I had heard so many different things and like read so many different things and, and yeah. then it made me like realize just how much misinformation there is even amongst like Truly. news sources yeah like honestly like so I mean I guess we should start from the top yeah. right yeah so this originally happened back on March 13th of 2020 mm-hmm. um literally like the first day of like quarantine for us yeah it was like um like that was kind of like when all of the corona kind of went down but i don't think it was really like a national story until no not until yes exactly yeah i don't think anyone had heard about it until yeah like around memorial day yeah so but um yeah you can continue here yeah Yeah. and um (laughs) And then this also took place in Louisville, Kentucky, if you were unfamiliar or unaware. Yeah. Um, and the whole the whole thing opens with a 911 call. Or in, like, I think a couple of different 911 calls, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. A few. Um, yeah. From, like, neighbors saying that they're hearing, hearing, like, hella gunshots and, like, all this stuff. And they don't know what's going on. And then it turns out that there's a cop living in the same complex mm-hmm. and... Um, he hears over his radio that there was an officer-involved shooting on the premises. So, like, he... And that three officers had discharged wep- had discharged their weapons. Um, so he, like, kind of, like, gets dressed and, like, goes and sees what's going yeah. on. Um, but it was interesting. I wanted to hear, like, more from him. I did, too. Like, that's, like, pretty much all that but they, like, said. maybe he was uncomfortable. Yeah, and maybe because it's, like, an ongoing investigation yeah. and whatever, like, he is not at liberty to so i don't know so but yeah i um it was very uh so like to hear everybody's different statements Mm -hmm. and then they had like video from people's phones so it like really pieces together the story from obviously an objective point of view this is like what these people were experiencing and they didn't until Mm -hmm. they knew the story right so they just hear a bunch of gunshots and they're like what's going on and this is in the mm-hmm. middle of the night so obviously yeah it's like what like two in the morning or something i think it was i think it or was like one early. in the morning i think it was like one in the morning but at any rate it's like 
Oh yeah, twelve forty a.m. Yeah. It, anyway, so, um, ouch! I just scratched myself. That hurt. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I apologize. You did that to yourself. Yeah, you should be sorry. You scratched me through your iPhone. Anyways, continue. I'm such a bitch. Continue. You are. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the worst. God damn it. Okay. Anyways, but then the thing that got me. So then after this happens, so, so they it's described that um, it's pieced together by the neighbors that they don't hear anyone saying like, oh, like this is the police, yeah. like anything. Because the cops are all saying like, we oh, were, we announced ourselves mm-hmm. like we were screaming. Nobody hears and that. nobody was answering the door. So, you know, yeah. whatever. And then like also, mm-hmm. so it opened, like you mentioned, it opens with a 911 call from her, uh, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend who they were, mm-hmm. I guess, living together. His name is Kenneth Walker. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he calls, and he's like, my girlfriend's been t- shot, and the 911 operator is like, is she responding to you? And he's like, no, mm-hmm. and he's like crying, and he's saying her name. Oh my he's god, it's like, heartbreaking. It, it truly is, and you don't hear anything else. Like No, it's like it's silent. silent. There's no police officers trying to help. No. There's no nothing. No, like they like yeeted themselves the fuck out of that- there shocked me me too because like i'm pretty sure i had like read something that they were like oh yeah like we you know tried to like resuscitate and like whatever like i i thought i had read something i could be mistaken i don't know i don't know i don't think i read anything but like again that's kind of they address that in this episode too that like there's so Mm -hmm. much that the news reported that wasn't accurate a hundred percent like um like one thing that they also like that was never mentioned in anything that I had read or anything was that um, when they had like first, like, I guess busted in the door. Um, cause that's when, cause they interview Kenny. Um, and he was like, yeah, like she like asked who it was. Like she like yelled, like, who is it? Who is it? There was no response after like the huge, the big bang of them like busting in the door. And then that's when he grabs his gun yeah. And then, like, fires a shot just, like, kind of warning, into the doorway. Like a warning shot. Yeah. yeah. Which, of course, I'm sure they can't... They don't know that, the, the officers. Right. But, like... Yeah. Yeah, and then he's, like... And then there's just, like, hella gunfire, and then, like, breeze on the ground, and then everyone leaves. And he's, like... And they just, like, dipped. Yeah, and what I also didn't know was that one of the police officers, like... He didn't just dip, but he went missing after this happened yes, for, two for like hours. hours. He was yeah. just gone. Like what the fuck? So, um, yeah. So they have oh, and then, pictures like, the... of the mm-hmm. apartment. It's just like bullets everywhere. Um, she was shot well, in the... like the abdomen. Yeah. Well, the next door neighbor like kind of uh, describes like there's no way that like how they were standing unless they were in the apartment mm-hmm. like they would have had to like shoot like blindly well and that was part of what they addressed so one of the officers mm-hmm. was not in the apartment i am pretty sure they were saying yeah, he was shooting from the patio yeah and the patio through a sliding glass door so mm-hmm. and that's the officer who was fired from yes and so they and basically his termination letter said that you know he was doing that that's not their policy 
that it was mm-hmm. very neglectful in his actions. He was blindly shooting. He could have shot anybody, including his fellow officers. Um, yep. It was just a poor choice, so he's been fired, but <sighs> it's just astonishing. Um, yeah. There's no body cam footage, quote, no. unquote. And it's... And I, I think... It was, uh, like, they're not supposed to be getting body cameras until, like, 2021 or 2022 anyways. Like, there's, like, something in, like, the city budget. Yeah. I don't... I, I believe. So. Um, but, like, okay, so they then they break down this whole thing, right? So, initially, what I had heard was her boyfriend, which I assumed was Kenneth, had been yeah. involved in drugs. That is not yes. true. It was her no. ex-boyfriend who had been mm-hmm. involved in drugs, and that's why they were targeting Brianna... So mm-hmm. I also had initially heard that they were at the wrong address, which is also not true. They were at correct. the correct address. They had the correct address for the warrant. Um, there was just no need for the warrant at that time. Yes, and so that's kind of – so there's a city council member, I think, or um, yeah. he, he used to be a cop. He used to work in narcotics. He's obviously very knowledgeable about you know policy procedure, and he's kind of also dissecting this, but from a point of view of now – you know, a lawmaker, mm-hmm. and he's like, I just, I don't understand why they got this warrant, and especially as a no-knock warrant. And so yeah. I think what they had discussed was that initially, while it was approved as a no-knock warrant, before they went to the apartment, it had turned from a no-knock warrant into an, an, a knock warrant. Like, they needed to announce themselves before they right. could enter the home. But as we've heard from witnesses by this point, they didn't hear that. Yeah, so, and if they could hear everything else, like they should have been able to hear that. Right. Um, it's just interesting to me. Um, so her, you know, her boyfriend, he obviously it's one in the morning, and somebody like you hear pounding at your door. You're mm-hmm. frightened. Who wouldn't be? So. Um, he actually, what, he had been charged with attempted murder because I think he had shot one of the police officers of, in the leg or something? Yeah, so the warning shot that he fired did connect with one of the officers. It was Doc, Officer Mattingly? Yeah. yeah. Yes, Mattingly. Um, so they ended up dropping the charges against him, but, um, mm-hmm. thankfully. But they actually... Because it was d- deemed self-defense. They did yeah. drop them in a way that they could refile them if they wanted to. Yes. Which is shitty. So they talked to him. He's obviously just so devastated. Like they were making moves in their life. She wanted to be, you know, an, I think a nurse. And um, yeah. she was currently an EMT. But mm-hmm. yeah, so essentially what had happened was her her ex-boyfriend, he had served jail time. She, I think it said they, she had bailed him out like three different times. Yeah, him and one of his associates uh, three times between the two of them. Um, In January, he was seen coming into her apartment and then leaving with a, like a box or a mail packet or something. So that's why they had targeted her. Like, right, and he had used her address um, as his address on like some other things. Like some other documents. But he wasn't. Yeah, living but that with her. hadn't. No, and he and the last time her address was used under his name was at least like two months prior. Yeah, so that's the interesting thing too is they're talking about how they got this warrant based on what they had observed in January, and they were like, mm-hmm. "Well, this should have been, they should have been re, I mean, essentially just like re-verifying that th- this yeah. was 
a valid avenue to go down. Um, so, mm-hmm. but basically, what they thought was that he was um, leaving money connected with his drug business at her apartment. Yep, or just drugs. Right. So that's why they obtained this the no knock warrant, which to me, and the city council member puts this perfectly. He says. No amount of drug money or drugs or evidence in this case is worth that human life. Uh-huh. Because, I 100%. Mean, it's just so frustrating. So, they had three other locations that they observed mm-hmm. or they were received um, no-knock warrants for that he was connected to. And they were all in the mm-hmm. same part of town. Brianna was the only one that was not on in this area. Yep. Um, and so, this part of town, I think, was like where they knew he was staying mm-hmm. uh, and they had already like they had him in custody already yeah and that yes that too and for hours yeah so because like that happened so this incident with her happened just before one in the morning they had arrested him at like 11 30 yeah. or something so so like at least two hours prior like what the fuck it's all like so disgusting yeah. And so wrong. Um, you know, for me and, and personally, in my opinion, I know that, like, it's easier to sit here from the outside with no law enforcement experience and, like, pick apart what they did. But also, like, just as a human being, to me, even if she was hiding drugs or his drug money mm-hmm. at her apartment, they could have, first off, even a different time of day this probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened the same way because her boyfriend probably yep. wouldn't have been as startled as he was. Yep. I mean, what's your first thought if someone's coming at your apartment door and, and you know, beating, basically beating the door down, what are you going to think? Mm-hmm. You're not expecting somebody It's the middle of the night. You're going to think that somebody is coming in to either break in or to hurt you. A hundred percent. So. Like, it's just common fucking sense. Yeah, it's, um. It was terrible. Actually, this I had goosebumps watching this. Me too. The whole time, yeah. like, I like actually like rewinded like some parts because I was just like, what? What? I I'm so sorry. Like that's not real. Yeah. Like I heard that wrong. I know. Like, well, particularly, no. I just cannot believe that that officer just dipped for two hours. Yeah. So, like, what? They like it's bonkers. That's sketchy to me, first off, to say the least. Yes. Um. So now I guess at this point, it th- this just went really under the radar. They said that the police department was going to do an investigation, an internal investigation, yada yada. That mm-hmm. one police officer got fired, as he should have, at at minimum. That is the minimum. Well, that was before initially he was um cleared of all misconduct. Oh really? I yeah I don't remember that yeah no he was originally cleared of all misconduct um involved in the shooting um and then there was those stories of those other women coming forward um, about like sexual harassment and assault oh yes this part was like it's fucking insane like he is a fucking piece of shit yeah why don't you talk about that because i had never heard this before yeah, so I didn't take down all the details, but um, there was a couple. There's one woman that I believe he picked her up, like either like it was late at night or something. Yeah, I think she was walking alone. So they interview her to get her, and I was yes. kind of like, "Where is this going right now?" But so essentially, she was saying, "I think she had been out with her friends. She had they had been like drinking, 
Yeah. Um, it was and he's late. like, oh, I'll drive you home. Yeah, and she figured, he's a police officer, he's in uniform, I'm safe. Mm-hmm. But she was not no, safe. No, she said she had the worst feeling because he was, like, putting his hand on her leg. And... Yes, and, like, rubbing on her and, like, just, like, doing weird shit. Um, and then, like, did he, uh, he just, he ended up dropping her off, but he had, did rape another woman. I think he had been accused of, so, like, basically what happened is after he dropped her off and she had him drop mm-hmm. her off in a different way so that she could get into her apartment without him knowing where she lived. Noticing. Yep. Um, because she felt really unsafe. And as a woman, like, if you are a woman, then you know that feeling. Um, yeah. And you know that you have to listen to that gut feeling mm-hmm. um so then she was so upset and bothered by it she posted it on social media and then s- like a lot of other women came forward and came forward like, yeah oh my gosh oh because what happened was um she told her boyfriend about it the next morning yes, and yes and, and then, he was like you need to report it she reports it and then nothing happens yeah. and so then she yeah posts about it on facebook i think also and instagram when, once she saw um, the that he was involved in this case. Yes, and then she realized who, like, she could put the that who it was to the face, because um, she never got his name on the night of the incident. Yeah. Um. So, and then other women came forward and were like, "He's so creepy." Me too. He, yeah, like this happened to me too. Um. Yada yada. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Fucking horrendous. Talk about somebody using their power for. <laughs> oh my god. The worst. It, and like. What is that department doing? I'm sorry. That should right. be taken so seriously. Um, right. Like, any misconduct against a police officer, even if it, you know, is just, a, if it feels like a one-off thing, like, oh, they would never do that. Like, it needs to be taken seriously. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you it. think that they're the nicest person ever or that they would, right. they would never. But I also or do any understand that like sometimes people are are falsely accused of those things Mm -hmm. I totally get that um and that as a police officer I'm sure that they are that is something that happens frequently because of course when people Mm -hmm. are in trouble what are they gonna do they're gonna make shit up try to get out of it that's I think in my opinion where the importance of body cameras comes into play yep that need to be on literally the whole time I mean obviously not when they're peeing but like otherwise (laughs) Yeah. Or pooping. Um. God, do your business. <laughs> but, no, I... It's disgusting, and... um, It's frustrating, because they obviously were interviewed, and then mm-hmm. nothing really happened until this blew the fuck up, and the FBI got involved. And the attorney general... Well, yeah, well, the other two... Op- well, yeah, and the other two officers are still on active duty. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... What? Mm-hmm. Like, literally how? Mm-hmm. Like, um, not to spoil anything, but um, on our next screen recap um, for the next trial by media, like, mm, like it's yeah. just so frustrating it, to... It, it truly is. It's, it's disgusting. And, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of... Um, obviously, this is a hot topic right now. And I'm going to say, right. for me... I have a very, very dear friend who is a police officer. I have mm-hmm. such respect for him. Um, he, he he goes out and he does his best every day. Um, yeah. We can have very 
serious conversations about the state of things right now and the perception of police officers. Those conversations are important to have. It is also equally okay to feel like police officers need more training. They are held to a higher standard. There is Mm -hmm. institutional racism at play. We are socialized Mm -hmm. in a racist society. We need to rethink the way that we view racism and how it affects black people and and other people of color and indigenous people every single day you can you can believe both things yeah police officers in this case need to be held accountable and honestly the systems Mm -hmm. and the policies in place need to be looked at the judge that issued these warrants she needs to be looked at there's 100%. so many things that fell through the cracks and it resulted in somebody's death and that needs to be taken seriously and people need to be held accountable. Yeah, and not even just the like accidental death of somebody. Someone that was shot five times by really the result of negligence on multiple parties. Yeah. Um, and also, um, m- mad snaps for that little monologue just now. That was excellent. <laughs> I was just like, I have nothing else to say about that. Like, wow, you, that was eloquent as fuck. Thank you. <laughs> it's been something. This is why you have two master's degrees. <laughs> you know, I have been doing my homework right lately. Exactly. Um, and that's no, all like, we can do. We're doing do. the damn thing, yeah. dude. I um, have a lot to learn still. Our learning is never done. Um, no. Um, how are you liking, um, so you want to talk about race? It's good so far. Uh, are you, re- are I, you I listening just, to it? Yeah, I finished it last week. It, it's it's really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually just having a conversation uh, with my girlfriend Becky about it, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, we were. Just, I was just saying like how it's so accessible. I, I feel like this book is very. It, it's written in layman's terms. It is. Like it's written like it's a friend having a conversation yes. with you. I think that's the best way to put Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Because um, I know like the last book that I've talked about like ad nauseum uh how to be an Mm anti-racist it's you know written from someone with a phd right you know what i mean so is white fragility it's she's yeah and it's very academic Mm -hmm. like so i don't want to say like oh it's you know it's a scary read because it's not right but it's It's you know definitely yeah it's less broken down you know what i mean like i think white fragility i think is a little bit more broken down than how to be an anti-racist it's very introductory Yes, that's a great way to yeah. put it. It's like they're great and then building I, blocks. Yeah, and so you want to talk about races, I think, even more yeah, I, introductory yes, than that. Yes, it is. I, I personally would have read that first before Me white, too. white Fragility, and then my next book is going to be How to Be an Anti-Racist. Um, I was really happy. I was in Target the other day, and mm-hmm. um, they finally got a section of these these books that are very popular nice. you're seeing online which is nice because you know i pop into target at least once a week to get stuff and um mm-hmm. to be able to just grab it and go is is very nice um yeah and i know i tout audible all the time yeah. but uh if you're not they a have reader, a whole section on there too tangible reader you yeah. can listen if that works better for your schedule um for sure yeah um so definitely recommend that one highly, highly, highly. Um, I think it's a great introductory book for any level of, you know, wokeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, great. So. And it's not super long either. Yeah. Like I want to say the audiobook was about three and a half or four hours. Yeah. It's, I'm still pretty 
early in it. I haven't really had mm-hmm. like a, a ton of time to sit down and read it. Um, right. But yeah, it's it's so far it's really good. Um, I also kind of like to take my time with these books so that I can really understand what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, definitely recommend. I definitely recommend watching this episode. It's on Hulu. It's it's um, yeah. just on the regular. Like you don't have to have any special add-ins or whatever for no. Hulu. Um, there's it's very well done. It is very. It's very, it comes at it from a, not a biased perspective, in my opinion. They talk to a lot of different people um, while they're making this, and they get, you know, different accounts from witnesses. They look at police reports. They talk to her family. Mm-hmm. They talk to, you know, the, the attorney general. They talk to the district attorney. It They just, it's great. So if you're curious and you want to have a better, more knowledgeable conversation about this issue, then definitely watch it. Absolutely. So, um, oh, and then a couple last things I wanted to add that, um, so the like police report from that night and the incident report for that night were blank. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about this. Injuries at the scene. None. None. Forced entry. None. Yeah. What? What? Like you, you, you bashed the door in. How is that not a forced entry? So I'm assuming that it, because these are like publicly accessed documents, that's probably why mm-hmm. they're blank right now. Which yeah. Is, but that's how they were like filed. Yeah. Initially, it is not okay. Yeah. This is this is a purposeful. They're do- the note they're, I wrote is do- cover up yeah, central. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's it's so purposeful. You can't deny it. And now. Percent. There, there needs to be. Um, I'm glad the FBI is involved, but me too. This needs to be a bigger. <sighs> Forget all the other issues. Wherever you stand on Black Lives Matter, I'm assuming if you're listening to our podcast, you are probably in alignment with our political views because we t- we're talking yeah. about them a lot. But if yeah. no matter where you stand. <laughs> if you you strip away those issues and we're looking at the core issue of police misconduct and mm-hmm. cover-ups there needs to be accountability no matter what the other issues are and that's what we would want yep. no matter what Absolutely. so this is just not okay on so many different levels uh-huh um and actually just this last week um not to plug my other podcast but on why do you like this we talked about (laughs) uh when they see us on netflix which is about the central park five um that also um i highly recommend watching that um it's another example of a huge miscarriage of justice Mm -hmm. um in regards to um in this case five young black men have you watched 13 Netflix? Not yet. It's on my short oh, list of God. things to watch. It's actually done by the same director. Yes, I cried. Mm-hmm. I, I, I watched I think I'm going to watch it this ago. weekend. Um, and yeah, it was... Wow. Yeah, I... I it's... I think I might watch it this weekend or next. Yeah. Um, Highly recommend. But, it, yeah, it, it's four parts. It's f- fucking fabulously done. Um, but, you know, similar case. Like, they... I mean, they, like, they got fucked out of years of their life. Yeah. Because the prosecutor wanted wanted them to be the the suspects. Have you heard of Curtis Flowers? Mm-hmm. The pro- the district attorney literally has charged him seven different 
Yes. Yeah. And has like basically no evidence that he did it. It's wild. It's bonkers, dude. Anyways, so uh, did you have other anything else you wanted to add? Um. Oh, I was just saying we're um I'm in the middle of reading the book right now that's associated with the Central oh, Park yeah. Five. Um, it's called I, I think it is called the Central Park Five by um Sarah Burns. Are you reading it or listening? I'm reading it, so I'll let you borrow the book book. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, I'm actually planning on saving all of the books from this season that are physical books to give them to you. Well, we can have a book swap. (laughs) Boom. Okay, that sounds good. I also still have your um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark book. Oh, I forgot about that. Oops. That's okay. Um, Well, because I realized I had it on Audible. Oh, yeah. It's good. So I was like... Well, I'll give this back if I am reading or if I'm going to listen to it. There's no, but. no, I'm not, probably not going to reread it, to be honest, so. <laughs> yeah, we can just do like a swap swap yeah, where you just. I'm fine with that. Um, I also have a book. Uh, we'll talk about this off Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Well, thank um, you for listening. Please watch that. Let us know your thoughts. Um, yes. And um, we will catch you next yeah. time. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.